to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. All right. So today we have special guest Marlo Higgins with us. And we wanted to discuss the topic of fears and anxieties. So the specific question is, as a leader, is it important to share your fears or anxieties with your team? And why or why not? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's all I have to say. That is a big question, Courtney. What the heck? Exactly. Like how it's like, let's just get right down to it. All right. (laughs) Let's, Let's pull the pin on the grenade and throw it in between us. You know, honestly, though, if you think about it for just a minute, I am going to be surprised if the three of us see this differently. So this is going to be an interesting conversation. So back in it. Yeah, I agree with you, Tammy. That's ferocious. I mean, it. Yeah. Like I said, when I came onto this, um, I'm not a touchy feely leader. Um, I just I don't know why I'm just swear to God, I'm wired like that. So, you know what? My first reaction to that is. I think we just kind of have to honor it because I think there are people in leadership that are, you know, very touchy-feely, very emotion-based, very easy to extend that torch. Then there's going to be the other half, which I'm in, and I don't know what percentage I would love to know, very stoic, very protective in a stoicism way, because I think there, when I look at that vantage point, I'm looking at like energy. I'd love to hear what you guys think. So Marla, do you, do you feel fear? Do you have those kind of, you know, moments where you're like, holy crap? I mean, do you even experience it? Okay. So um, to give you the answer, it's going to be through this mantra. The mantra that I speak is run fast, live fearless. Seriously, guys, I'm bulletproof. But let's dig into that because I don't know if that's good or bad. (laughs) So, so Scott, let's go to you. Do you feel fear? Uh, Not a whole lot. So two things went through my head. First one is the the old commercial, right? Never let them see you sweat. I don't even remember what Anna Persman that uh, that commercial was back in the late 80s. And then it also, I have to digress for a moment. It reminds me of a story about a pirate and the first mate and they're in a battle and he tells the first mate to get him his red shirt and the first mate dutifully gets him his red shirt and after the battle the first mate says well captain why he says well if i get cut in the middle of the battle i don't want to i don't want the the men to see me bleed so later in their travel they come across an entire regatta and he says uh first mate get me my brown pants that was God. <laughs> and so when you think about, I mean, it's really about what's the impact if you do. And I think, I think it's very reasonable to say, oh, gosh, you, you had a, you had a loss in your family, right? A parent passes away, you know, something like that. Totally makes sense. You're going to, you're going to share that emotion or, and that grief with your staff and your team. Um, you, you don't win a big contract. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. You're worried about the future and hey, I, gosh, I think we might close the doors because we're struggling. I think it's okay to talk about, hey, we're struggling, but to share that, that is, seems weird to me. Like that seems like that would create 
more anxiety than it would be good. It's very situational in my mind. You know, I, I love I love your example, Scott. And I will tell you, I think what's interesting is all three of us, right, are the kind of individuals who probably are more comfortable with risk than the average human being. Now, part of that is you think about that. We all run our own businesses. And in running your own businesses, you don't go into that if you are someone who is timid. You have to be bold in that and you have to believe that you can make it happen. So it doesn't surprise me that all of us on this call are like, yeah, let's go. Right. With that said, I think about it this way. If mom and dad in a family, dad lost his job, right? Mom is a stay at home, a traditional kind of mom. And uh, they don't know how they're going to be able to pay the bills and put food on the table. Mom and dad have a responsibility of safety for those children. Why should we burden them with something that is not their responsibility? So it's not that mom and dad aren't fearful. It's not that we aren't concerned about that future. It's the place that it's my job to carry that. It's my job to be in a place that says, I need to figure that out. It's my job to protect them from something that they do not need to worry about at this moment. Now, there will come a time if that's not turned around that we have to have the conversation. But before we have that conversation, recognize, don't take your burden and put it on somebody else. Take that burden and use that burden to get you to where you want to go. And I think too often we just pass it on. Like, it's like, I'm going to take all that emotion. I'm going to pass it on so someone else can carry it. That is not the responsibility of a leader, in my opinion. Well, and I think it comes down to outcomes. There's almost two, two scenarios. Is this a big burden? And this might happen. And I need to think strategically about what do we need to do to, to continue moving forward or be successful, whatever. Um, the secondary piece of that is, am I going to be authentic as a human? Correct. Right. Hey, I struggled with the kids or hey, this j- jackass cut me off in traffic. That <laughs> kind of thing totally might be appropriate to share and, and be authentic. <laughs> um, right. right. I think as a human. And so what, what are you, by sharing that information, what are you trying to achieve? So Marlo, do you, in those moments, right? So I think we're all saying, Hey, big stuff, put on your big girl panties and deal with it. Okay. The emotion, that other stuff, right? The, I'm really, really happy, or I'm just having a tough day, or I, I, you know, this emotional thing happened. Do you share that? Or do you still stay stoic in that, in that space? You know, I think it's interesting because when it comes down to culture and you get a lot of people aligned and literally everybody gets into the gushy bus and everybody gets there and they're feeling too many feels and they're communicating too much of the like, oh shit moments. Okay. Who's going to step out and, and lead you guys out of that? Like if everybody's immersed into it. And so I kind of tend, again, it's like, in leadership, you you know, kind of take the high road. You've got to, somebody's got to lead in that situation. I think it's a hundred percent. The word honor comes to me. I think we need to honor ourselves. If we're having a shitty day, Um, raise your hand. You know what? It didn't go so well, or, you know, things are happening and I'm going to honor that. And I'm going to come forward and I'm going to share that in a way that 
that it serves other people. But I think there's um, a cautionary component here where we have to be careful on how much we get into it and how much um, if we're just emotionally wrought as a department, as an organization or a culture, like who literally is going to be the one to pull us out of that? So Karch Karai, and if you guys don't know who that is, um, a volleyball player that um, male volleyball player that was part of the gold medal team uh, the first time the men won in the U.S., indoor volleyball, when outdoor sand volleyball became a sport, an Olympic sport, he was the first gold medalist in outdoor. So, I mean, like a volleyball legend who is now the coach of the women's team who just won uh, the indoor women's Olympic uh, gold for the United States in Tokyo. And Karch has a really interesting perspective. And his thing is this. If we get into that emotional space, right, we're not really thinking. That's the fight, flight, or freeze moment. And his piece was, hey, we have an oh shit moment. Okay, that's a problem to be solved. And as soon as you go from, hey, I'm in that emotional side of the brain, oh crap, to we have a problem to solve, all of a sudden, the executive part of our brain is in charge. And I do think that his philosophy of taking to his team and he says, hey, this is not something to freak out about. This is not something for us to like, whoa, run around with our heads cut off. This is a problem. And when we as leaders let ourselves be in that uh, fight, flight or freeze moment, we are showing people how to respond to crises. When we instead look at that and say, hey, that's a problem to be solved, we are showing our folks how to move out of emotion and move into we can do something about it. We can do something about it actually gives you back your power. And I think as a leader, that's what we have to model. It's not that we don't feel it. Okay. I'll be honest with you guys. I have emotions, some pretty big ones. And there are times when they get out of control and I'm embarrassed about that because truly My job is to turn that thing around and say, how do I solve that problem instead of being reactive? And I loved his model. And I am actually trying to think that through all the time. Okay, how are you feeling? Oh, that's just a problem to be solved. Right. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, if again, I think you need to make a choice. It comes down to that, too, because if you're talking culture, which we all have that, you know, that conversation on the regular um, we have to define what kind of culture. I mean, do we want a stoic, you know, critical thinking culture, people who can solve problems, or do we want just like an emotional messiness? And I think there's a balance between both. I think we need to honor both. And and I think all of us do a hundred percent. I mean, we're in the people business. People are our product. People are emotional. Okay. But how much, I mean, and I think it comes down to that choice is like, how much are you going to just, um, lead into that and be an emotional organization versus kind of more of a stoic critical thinking type organization. I, I do believe there's a choice and you've witnessed it. You've been into places where it's just, um, you know, just overly emotional. I'd be curious to see how much gets done in those spaces versus, I, I mean, what's your take on that? You're laughing. There's something there. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about Brene Brown, who, by the way, I love. I love her work. And I do think that um, that vulnerability piece, it's important for you to be authentic and show, right, in that space. And I actually agree with that completely. I think it can be misinterpreted, though. 
And that misinterpretation can be like, hey, I'm going to come and I'm going to tell you every sob story and let you know all of that stuff. And I will tell you that there is a fine line between bringing all of that emotion to work and this piece of being authentic. And please understand that I can still be completely authentic, but I don't have to bring all the Debbie Downer to work. Now, should I be there when someone's having a bad day and understanding? Sure. Should I stand in that spot and allow someone to cry? Absolutely, I'm going to do that. And I'm not even going to think negatively about that. That is their emotional response. And as a leader, different role, different responsibility, I think I need to be able to be in control and make decisions and choices about what I bring to the table, not just let it happen. And that kind of just bring it to the table and throw up over everybody. I don't think that's a really good leadership trait. And I think we should teach others how to control their emotions as well. Not teach them, actually show them and allow them the choice, the chance to grow into it. I believe it's about where is that line? If we're building a relationship and someone's had a bad day or some kind of life event, there's a difference between being emotional and empathetic and being in a relationship and being emotional and connecting with that person on a supportive versus reactive, right? Yes. Versus, oh my gosh, our biggest customer just said, hey, we're, we're pulling our business because, and then to go, sky's falling. How is that helpful? And so I think there is that line that you have to say, don't get me wrong. If if our biggest customer came and said, hey, we're we're pulling. Yeah, that would be frustrating. Uh, I would want to know why. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have some emotions around that. And we have to be thoughtful and problem solving in that moment to move us forward. So it's really about differentiating. Are you in a human relationship spot or... Do you need to do something to move the team or move the organization forward? And I think that then tells you how deep you go in that emotion. Right. And I don't think there's a black and white or right or wrong to any of this. I really don't. It comes down to to style and culture, um, in my opinion. Um, And like you said, Scott, you know, the outcomes, I think those matter. I really do. And so, um, again, I think it's the lens in which you look through. I don't think, I mean, I think we could talk for about this forever, but I don't know if, I mean, if there's really a, a solution, yes, I think the awareness is, and we come down to it, we're human, right? We're going to feel the feels and it's, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, it's, I guess it's how you approach it. And, um, you know, how much information and, and details do you want your team to be talking about? I mean, you want to be authentic and you want to be real, but, you know, I also think there's a cautionary component there too, where we can be too much. Um, and then that can lead to its own set of problems. So, yeah, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently the takeaway is the three of us are dead inside. <laughs> oh my God. I, yes. <laughs> don't go to work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm going to read my resume. I'm looking for a new boss. <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh, my God. But unfortunately, yeah, yeah. 
Couldn't be more real. I mean, but yeah, that's fair. I it's, but I don't, you know, again, and it's how you position it. It's a weakness or a strength. You know, I tend to look at that and I think you guys too, I mean, there's a strength in that because I mean, we're those pillars um, for others who can't quite get their sea legs. And there is something to be said about that. And that, like, I, I go back to the word stoicism, you know, I mean, it's, um, you know, I think that's very monumental. So I think there's, there's good to be had with that too. Now that we've shared our serious opinions, we want to hear from you. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Be sure to interact with us on our upcoming posts on LinkedIn and reach out to us with any topic suggestions in the emails provided in this podcast description box. That wraps up this week's episode and we'll see you next week.